Bonjour Charlotte. Bonjour Sonia. Bonjour. Uh, I would like to have a hamburger. Uh, hamburger. Hamburger. So this. So why don't we just do the whole episode like this? We're just gonna come up with different concepts and talk about them because <laughs> we still haven't had. You still haven't figured out an episode <laughs> exactly. So oh, let's start with growing up here in. Like Zoo. Morocco, even. Morocco. Well, you just told me before that you I didn't really grow in, up yeah. here. You grew up in Casablanca. Casablanca. So, like I said before, off to a good start. First fact already wrong, but now, you know, because we had to stop the camera, we're just gonna do this again <laughs> and say, "Hey, how was it growing up in Casablanca?" Well, good. No, <laughs> no it was good. Uh, big city, six million people living there. We had uh, we have the beach, so we have a few spots where you can surf not crowded at all and it was not it was not like a big I don't know it was not like a is there a big surf scene no it was not like a big surf coming I'm just gonna yeah. flick the shoes there <laughs> you know <laughs> we're just talking exactly just casually just casually, <laughs> casually talking no a little um, bit of backstory like Charlotte and I we go way back 10, 10 15 10, years 10, now yeah exactly yeah we used to study together Australia Australia two little babies and there's a third one, but she's too shy to be on camera. She's downstairs. Downstairs. Surreal. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I made the trip to Morocco, to Tiger Zoo, and to stay with you because we're going to talk about your new business venture in a second. But first, we roll back the curtain and we go back to Casablanca. How was it? It was, it was good. It was good. I mean, uh, it was big city life, but uh, easy life. Like, you know, after school, going to, going, my parents used to bring me to surf, like on Wednesday afternoon, Saturday, Sunday. Um, I started when I was 10. I was the only girl, though. That's also a topic we're going to talk about. <laughs> like, I think that's a very interesting topic, actually, because now these days there's a lot more girls there's in the water, more right? There's a lot more girls, yeah. So I want to, I want to get through this. We're going to unravel like, yeah. the, the, the progression of okay. surfing or, you know, so women yeah, back surfing. in like 2003 exactly <laughs> uh there was yeah i was the only yeah we were maybe two two girls three girls i mean sarah was uh part of it and uh, and just boys around um how well your parents are french yeah right so how come you grew up here uh because it was a like a kind of french colony so my grandfather on my dad's side was already in morocco right so, and my mom came on holidays because her brother was working here. Okay. And, you know, long story short, fell in love. Fell in love. Stayed in Morocco. Stayed in Morocco <laughs> for love, which you, you should never do. Stay for love. Stay <laughs> <laughs> I, I speak. I speak from experience. <laughs> well, be, wait for them, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, three generations yeah. in Morocco. And then, when did you make the move down here to... Like, obviously, like, this is the main surf area, yeah. right? Tagazu, Tamra. Because as a kid, we used to come with my parents often on the holidays, and all the surf comp were here, were happening. You used to compete? A little bit, yeah. Shortboarding. Shortboarding. Ah. Yeah. You wouldn't think that, because now no, you're, now like, on the long longboarder. Yeah. Easier. You know, you're getting Absolutely. older. Easier. Yeah. yeah. No need to paddle a lot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, after coming back from Australia. Okay. Um, Casablanca was too big for me, yep. too hectic, and I knew I wanted to surf, I wanted to work in the surf industry, and the only place in Morocco where that was happening was Tarazout. So that's, that's yep. how 
I just sent a resume to all the hotels and surf camp, and that's how. Where did you end up? First Paradis Plage, so yeah. a four-star hotel after Tarazout. Not on as a surf coach, as a guest relation manager was. Right. You know. So you wanted to. So you left Australia to work in the surf industry, and what then you, you ended up. Well, you, you ended know, up working in a surf area, but not work, exactly. Okay. You, you have to work your way up, right? Exactly. Well, it's called you know Paradis Plage, surf yoga, and spa hotel resort. So. Okay. It was a bit of surf. A little bit. In the name. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> okay. And um, yeah, two years there and then I worked for Surf Morocco. Okay. One of the biggest uh, surf can and one of the first ones in um, in Tarazout. Yep. For four years as a surf instructor. And I was taking care of the... Were you the only surf instructor, like the only female surf no, instructor? No, we were two. Two female. Two female. Okay. Cool. And uh, we were taking out, they created like a package called Girl Surf Week, and it's only girls that come like for a week, and they have everything included, and they they have a female surfing instructor. We bring them to the soup, to the like excursions, to Paradise to like we we you are with them from like Saturday to Saturday, okay, all day, okay. So for four years. So that was your your first real quote unquote real job in, in Morocco, surf, yeah, in the surf industry. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then from there? And then from there, back to Paradis Plage, as a, uh, I was managing the whole uh, fitness, surf, and activity of the hotel. Okay. That was uh, pretty cool as well. And then, um, long, story, long story short, I met uh, people, French guys, that were keen to do um, that boat, that place, and were like, oh, we want you as uh, a manager. And they like they were like we not we don't live here we live in France but we want you to manage everything. So here we are. This is the place. This surf is the friends. This is the exactly <laughs> surf and friends lodge. We're on the. I know like what this a is. Tiny rooftop. Yeah, there's a it's big a one yeah. behind us. It's a pretty sick place. Like, tell me about how did how did it, how did this place come about? Right. Like, I mean, I know you guys did some. Construction. Yeah. You're still doing construction now. Yeah. What's the What's the end goal? Oh, well, we don't like the end goal will be like to have many seven friends, but we don't know where that going. Uh, but like they, we bought that during uh, COVID, during like twenty, like beginning of 2021, 2020, Sorry. Yep. And. Um, and there was just a main building and we were like, okay, we need to do something good. We need to have, there's a lot of con- like, uh, concurrent, like, like surf camps and stuff. So you need to have a be bit a of difference. Bit yeah. yeah. So we were like a pool, like a heated pool will be good. And like a really nice bedrooms with all their bathrooms. Um, so we've done a bit of uh, renovations. Yeah, and uh, and we added five more rooms underneath the the that terrace, and we have a pool, and it took a year to do all that, but we opened in September, like we properly opened in September, twenty twenty one. So during COVID, basically, yeah. and then how was that? Like it was during- it was good, like for like when we opened, like you know with the word of mouth and stuff, it was really good, like people were coming. So we had a good September, we had a good October for just something that just opened. And then November, Morocco decided to bo- to close its borders for four months. Yeah. So no activities for four months. That was a bit hard, but we 
thought about it. We were like, oh, that that can happen. Yeah. So we were prepared for that. And then seventh uh, of February, they opened back the borders, and uh, and we really, really reopened in like March. People were coming back in March, not a lot, but people were like, okay, we need to travel. We need to to like you know try something else in Morocco it's uh, close to Europe and you can still have cheap cheap flight so everyone wants to es- escape the European winter you said before right like in this area there's a lot of sort of camp yeah. camps there's a lot of competition and you have to be a little bit different right mm-hmm. so where where do you see you guys being different from other places around here well there's a there's a few like I mean you we a bit more high-end it's not like luxury but uh, we, you want to provide a, I don't know, for me, it's like if you sleep good, if you eat, eat good and the people that, that are with you, because you, you, like we spend like weeks, like few days at least with people. And you know, they come like everyone, like everyone says that they come as a guest and they come they leave they leave as, as a family, friends, family yeah. Yeah. and friends. So um, I guess what we wanted to do, it's a, uh, uh, more a uh, high hand like a nice bathroom, um, nice bed bedrooms, nice beds beds as well. Uh, that's very important. Like usually, that's something you don't really get. Nice beds in like surf camps, yeah, right? Exactly. Or lodges. Yeah. So, yeah, and the beds are great. Just to let you know. And been... someone someone told me as well. You have hot water. I was like, well, of course we have hot water. Yeah. Apparently in some of the surf camps seen everywhere around the world. It doesn't feel like a surf camp. It feels more like a I don't know, somebody's like, somebody has a huge house and just kind of invites you over, right? It's very homey, it's very cozy. Yeah, there's a lot of space yeah. where you have like, like On. even if there's a lot of people, like you can get away from them. Yeah. Like it's, it's pretty nice. It's Well, that was the, the main goal to have something where we can have a, like, you know, at the maximum capacity, we can have 40 people. Yeah. So it's quite a lot of people. Yeah. But you still have a lot of and spots and place where you can be on your own and not being with yeah. the crowd. And then like you do some activities as well, right? You have a yoga terrace that's yoga terrace, right, right behind yeah. us. A bunch of surf vans that obviously yeah. take people surfing. You, I guess, provide lessons as well. We do like, we do what we call surf coaching though, but like surf lessons, you come here, you come for a week or for 10 days or for two weeks. You have lessons every day, You like with a qualified surf coach. And then you have that uh, surf guiding where we bring you to the spots depending on the level you are. Yep. And as we have like maybe 30 spots around the the lodge uh, and all level, like pretty yep. much point breaks, reef breaks, speech breaks, you can bring anyone like learners to advanced surfers. So uh, it's pretty cool. And you spend like, we try to do different spots every day. Even we can do two spots in one day. We try to like change to have a, yep. a at least you can you can say after one week and say I surf a point break, I surf a beach break, I've tried to surf a reef break. Like uh, I've seen many spots in like thousands. So, which is essentially like it's one big playground. Like you yeah. drive five minutes to the north or ten minutes to the south, south yeah. and it's like yeah, you see spot after spot yeah. after spot. So let's roll, go back to growing up in Casablanca, right? And then how old were you when you moved here? How uh, I was. Uh, 2013, so... so, uh, How good is your math right now? (laughs) 25, I guess. 25, 25, okay. And, you know, 
we know that, right? Surfing has been a very male-dominated sport, right? And then I would assume, like, here even more so, right? So how was it to come in as, like, a girl trying to find her place in the lineup with not many other girls around, right? Especially in, I guess, you know, pretty pretty gnarly waves, like Anchor Point, Killers, or, you know, all these, like, point breaks around that, that are competitive. Yeah. The feeling is, like... I never felt like, I don't know how to, like I always uh, felt that you need to prove yourself, like you need to show that you can surf, you need to show that you can pal out at Anchor Point or anyone else, like you, you know, you just need to show people that you can do it, but I, and then there's another part of it that where that big surf community is like when you're out there, when you know, we all know each other for a long time, it's a small village and the surf community is pretty small, yeah. so even if you're from like the north or south, everyone like you've crossed paths at one point so everyone knows everyone and so in the water you're like you're all like ah next one's for you some of the time they say next one's for you that's the bigger one so you're like fuss and then right? and you have to go right then you have because to go. they already told you that, 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 that <laughs> and you're like you. why why but you go and you're like ah nice one <laughs> so um that's pretty much how you always have to prove yourself but it's a i mean i think surfing in general it's a bit aggro you know you there's that thing that we sell, we all like surf spirit and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes in the water, you have to, you know, yeah. to be sure that you hear that you always have to be on the inside. And it was like, just, I'm here, guys. I know how to surf. Just like, yeah. let me, let me my ways. Was that always like that? Like, do, do you always, or did you always feel, feel like that you have to like have a chip on your shoulder and you, you have to prove yourself like in the water, you know? Or, or, and do you think, two questions. Yeah. Number one was that. Number two is like, and do you think it got better? Because obviously, like now in the water, there yeah. is more and more yeah. girls. Lineups are more accepting, right? Yeah. Well, growing up, I grew up with a group of boys, right? So, and they all like they all, some of them are all in the world tour in a big wave world tour. So you know, they always we were always pushing each other and like, are you now going on your chicken blah blah blah? So you have to, you know, you're like, oh. I have to follow them. I have to. Right. And I was like, no, I don't want to, but you have to. So, yeah, I always had that feeling that you have to prove. But he was not in a wrong way. He was just like to push each other. Like, well, let's go, let's go. We have to, we have to try. We have to go. You know, they always say go big or go home, right? So, right. <laughs> so that's, that's, yeah, that like I felt like I just had, always had to prove. Okay, I need to go. I need to. But nowadays, I've, like, you know, there's more girls at the lineup. There is, but at the same time, there's not many, or at least, like, in my experience, right, around here, there isn't many Moroccan girls surfing. Mm. Nowadays, know? like, no, there's not many. But if you, you know, just done that comp, like, that comp in the, in the north of Casablanca, it's a, it was a longboard uh, competition. Yeah. And it was 32 men's and the 18 girls okay. so um, you think like ah oh, now it changed because when I used to compete there were maybe like, seven of us you were probably competing <laughs> with the boys right because there's no division yeah the maximum was maybe seven so yeah, you're right. like okay now we're 18 now okay. now we're talking and they were young younger ones that actually could actually really yeah like good surface so yeah. I feel like it's getting better it's still not not like it's not equal yeah. And, you know, uh, women in Morocco, it's not like they're, even men's, it's not like uh, everyone sw- swims and surf. It's, it's not really uh, our culture. Yeah. 
but um, it's getting better. Like you also see like in the lineup, right? It's it's very friendly. Like today we paddled out yeah. at the point break down down the road and you had a couple of girls in the water and you know, it's very friendly. Yeah. The guy, you, you guys all know each other, yeah. right? And, and everybody's joking. But I, I would assume that that wasn't always the case, no. right? No, because when you, when, you, when you arrive here, like people, like because I've done contests, so like I knew people, but it's not like I knew everyone. And you had to prove that like you were respectful to culture. Because even though I was born and raised in Morocco, um, still Are you still French? French, yeah. Like, do you also feel you're French or it's just in the perception no, in of mind, others, no, right? perception of others. In my mind, I'm like, you know, Moroccan, you know, so right. you know yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm both. Yeah. But uh, like, you know, I'm blonde, green eyes, they're like, ah, nah. Yeah. Yeah, you're, t- you're foreigner. Are they... You know, you know how it is, right? When you live overseas, like they always in a cheeky way, right? They always yeah. give you yeah. crap, right? Exactly. But it's in a cheeky way. Now, yeah, it's in a, it's it's not it's not it's pretty nice. But they all like they can make fun of it. They're like, ah, oh, you know, I'm from here. Like, what? I grew up here. I was born and raised here, buddy. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, like you know, coming up here uh, nine years ago. Uh, less, there was nothing that that all we have behind us. Yeah, I want to talk about that, like the development of the area, right? Like, I mean, you can see, right? There is new roads, there's new, like in some parts, especially down this way, it doesn't look like you're in like in North Africa. And you could be somewhere in California driving through like a gated community, right? Yeah, exactly. And talk to me about the, you know, the progression of development in, in this area. It went so fast and like it's been like five years five years that is like everywhere like uh it's the whole the whole from now like from tamara to tarazut like six kilometers of like uh hotels luxury right. hotels um i guess it's good eh? it creates jobs but uh and competition and competition <laughs> it's good you know we all we all love competitions of course um, but i don't know uh it's it's good because um, you create jobs and uh, in like cleans all the. Now it's everything's clean. Everything we have proper roads, stuff like that. But um, like how was it before? Like you guys had, we had road. one road, right? The the main road that the runs. main road that used to follow the coast from right. here to till Tarazut, and that's still the one that follows the coastal way up to right. So we are running water in the village. Yeah, Sorry. not everywhere. That's <laughs> it. Not everywhere, um, power, yeah. But not running more water, not everywhere. In my mouth, in my house, no. Right. Like, yeah. But this was always a touristy area, right? Yeah. Because not just from overseas, also from, like, Moroccans used yeah. to like to come here. Yeah. Because it's a coastal town. But, like, Moroccans, it's from, like, Moroccans, but surfers. Right. Otherwise, like, Moroccans, nowadays, they're coming because it's a... Uh, it's like, it's more since like, you know, COVID, they were, you know, they couldn't go out of their country. They couldn't like travel. Yeah. So they travel within the country. Yeah. And they discovered places like, like Tarazut was one of the places. And now it's becoming more and more trendy and more, oh, we go south, we go to Tarazut, there's nice hotels and we can chill by the, by the, by the pool, by the beach and uh, there's waves and uh, there's yoga centers and then the, it's um, 
it's a trendy place now. It's very trendy. <laughs> well, what do you think this place will look like in 10 years? Because the I don't know. The state of development is crazy. It's like crazy. You, you look around and there's, you know, there's, I mean, you can hear it, it might, right, might, right, 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 right there. There's like so something, somebody is like building, building something, something right now, right? In my mind, it's like, there's no more room, but there's always room, right? I guess, um, I think it'll be like massive. Yeah. It'll be like massive. Uh, Do you think it becomes like one melting pot? Because right now, right, you still have this like, I wouldn't call it divide, but you have like Tagazu is here, yeah. and then you have Tamrat here, and then you have, what's it called? Aoi, right? Down there. And then you have Agadir, right? And Anza, yeah, exactly. Do you think like at one stage it will be one big area and it kind of all like just intertwines? Yeah. The village will still have their names and stuff, but it like, you'll be like one big area. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. I mean, that's their end goal. That's my end goal, but that's their government end goal to have like to create a um, how do you say that? Like a touristy place that works all year round, and yeah. and they're building as well. That's what I heard. They're building schools and stuff. So I think they want to create. It's not like a that works six months a year and then it's empty. Because right now that's the kind of case, right? It's very seasonal. It's very seasonal because we have a surf season. Surf yep. season is from October till March. That's when we have like waves every day and the, the weather. I mean pretty warm exactly it's like uh, six o'clock yeah. and we're sitting here and <laughs> no shoes on exactly it's beautiful um but now like it's becoming like more all year round like we just seen like last summer was really busy and even people that were coming just for like oh yeah we we coming for a week but you know we want to try surfing we want to try everything so can you surf here all year round like or is it is it like you is can, it harder to find waves in you can learn to surf summer. Okay. all year round. I got you. But if you're like an advanced or intermediate surfer, I guess summer is not a yeah. right time. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about, like, how did you actually get into surfing? We haven't touched on that. How did, well, you know, I, I started surfing. My cousin was, uh, uh, she started surfing with her friends, and I was like, oh, I want to do the same. You know, always that hooked up. <laughs> I want to do the same. And uh, we went, so there was one surf camp for kids, the only one called Surfland in, uh, in Walidia. It's like north from here and south of Casablanca. And, uh, and you, you know, our parents used to drop us at the bus station where all the kids were going that same bus. And we go, we drive, like, you know, we go down there. And for one week, we were sleeping in tents and surfing all day. So that's how I learned to surf. And it just like, you know, sting me like you know like you just like exactly yeah. just, you're hooked and you yeah. just never let it yeah. go and, oh. uh, yeah started it and then i was like yeah you know i want to mom and dad i want my own surfboard i want my own wetsuit that was a bit harder before like to get the equipment to morocco so we were always uh you know if if you have my uncle old surfboard or like you always borrowed surfboards and then and then every every wednesday every saturday every sunday every holidays Everything was around surfing, even my parents that my dad used to bodyboard and my mom used to windsurf, but not not like none of them were surfers, but they used to like being on the beach and like in in water. So right. it was like every it was like holiday a natural were, yeah. progression kind yeah. of thing. Just to start surfing. Exactly. No, I mean the place is sick, you know? I mean I, I think also like when you look 
this way, right? Like all you see is like little little ripples and waves. <laughs> so it's like there's literally like if you live here by default, like that's what you end up doing. Yeah. Right? I mean, because it is it is paradise. It is paradise. I mean, what's your favorite wave? I like Anchor Point when it's not crowded. <laughs> and that's usually never. <laughs> Thanks to the, that competition, that WSL comp. Yeah. Now, Anchor Point, I love Mystery. And now, because I started longboarding, I love Imswan, the bay. Yeah. yeah. So. What would you tell people that want to come here, right? And what can they expect? Like, especially, you know, you grew up here. And for me, coming here, it's very evident that it's like, you have essentially two different towns, right? It's like night and day. If you yeah. go into Ta Tagazul versus staying here in Tamra, right? So what, you know, if people come here and they're looking for a certain type of experience, what can they expect in Tagazu? What can they expect in, in Tamra? Huh. Um, I mean, in, in, you can, you can, in those both down, you can pretty much maybe have the same, but Tagazu made Tamra famous, you know, because Tagazu is the, yeah. Famous town, you know, like you have Anchor Point, you have Kilo Point, you have all those famous stuff, but that was that made the area famous. Um, and Tamar is a bit uh, bigger, and there's more local people living. Tarazut is more like a um, holiday rental town, right. I don't know, yeah. And Tamar, you more, it's still like a it still feels like a, a, yeah. a local village, yeah. Whereas Tamra feels like a could be anywhere in Europe actually <laughs> you know like there's it's like a melting point yeah. part of people yeah yeah so um, I guess you can like you're in a you'll be in a like uh, in a surf camp or in a lodge or in a guest house I don't know but you'll be between you know it's all buildings everywhere yeah so you'll be within the village within the locals you know they all they all used to tourism and tourists and um they all say hello because they're really, really nice and super friendly. Uh, what to expect? Good waves, good weather, sun shining. In my basement. <laughs> I left my sunglasses somewhere. Good food. Yeah, food is amazing. Wow. <laughs> food is great. Good food and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and good people and uh, good fun. You, it's a... Usually people stay one week and it's one week where they just come and they don't have anything to do. Everything is prepared for them. You know, you like, you'll come, like someone picks you up from the airport. You'll come, someone tell you, will tell you what dinner is at 8.30 and tomorrow you leave for surfing at 9. At 12, you have your pack lunch and if you're a vegetarian or blah, 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 let us know. Everything will be ready. You have nothing to think to about. To worry about, yeah. yeah. So it's like a place where you can like, literally like shut off yeah. you know for a while and yeah, exactly yeah. be a guest because it it is a very hospitable place yeah. like people are very welcoming very hospitable and yeah you can you can feel that yeah. you know and it's genuine as well like it's yeah. not it's not exactly kind of put on right oh, like yeah. it's very genuine like people want they want to host you you know they yeah. want to show you what's here and it's, that's a very very cool kind of part of exactly of, of they the always want you know you know, share. They always like sh uh, share a meal. They're like, "Oh, you did like come to eat with us? Oh, yeah. come to my place? Oh, yeah, yeah." <coughs> so yeah, the word is genuine. Like they're nice people. Thank, Thank you, you. Sunny. <laughs> Very formal. 
No, that was great. And um, yeah, if you want to stay in Tamra, there's- Surfing Friends Lodge. Exactly. You, f you find her, well, the lodge, I should say. And then ask for Charlotte. <laughs> ask for Charlotte. Just walk in, scream the name Charlotte, and <laughs> she'll appear. Cause it's like that. She's, she's always here. She's always yeah. here. Basically, you live here. Well, I, well, that's what you signed up for. Nah, nah, but I'm, I'm here. <laughs> nah, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm happy to do it, so. Yeah. It's a good, uh, good adventure. And I like to talk to people. Thanks for talking to me. Thank, thank you too for listening to me. <laughs>